You're listening to Aubrey CD Speaks, where truth is spoken for your freedom. Hello, and thank you for listening to Aubrey CD Speaks. This episode will be about what the Lord has been talking to me about this this time, this season, and giving you some encouragement as to um, what you can do or just where you need to be, I guess is the best way of saying it. Um, the Lord's just really been showing me how important it is to uh, spend time with Him, to be attuned to Holy Spirit, and to be gleaning everything that He's sharing with us, showing us, uh, pouring out on us, and uh, during this time, uh, taking it all in, not, not to take anything for granted. And the reason for that is because of what we will be going into later. And um, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think right now I'm going to put a name to to anything uh, specifically. Um, I'm just telling you the way he shared it with me. To be quite honest, um, and. The Lord's been showing me that um, right now He there's so much grace and um, even in this time, especially like I don't know um, whether you're living in America or Europe, because um, to be quite honest, there's some places where. Believers in Christ are, especially, you know, there are pastors that are being arrested, um, believers that are being fined uh, for going to church, for worshiping a certain way that the government is saying is not um, legal. There's there's some things going on in some countries, um, but the Lord, at the same time, is is showing a lot of grace and is pouring out and revealing uh, so much to us and and giving so much to us and um, it's really important to keep our eyes focused on him right now that is the the main thing that the Lord has been talking to me about is it's really really important to keep our eyes on him um, you know, it was, it was really neat, uh, several days ago from doing this podcast, um, there was, uh, a great woman of God, uh, Carol Arnott, um, she was speaking at a, uh, Catch the Fire Church in Raleigh, and, um, 
she was encouraging people um, and, and this little video that I uh, that I watched on Instagram she was encouraging the people there to uh, to soak in Holy Spirit to spend time you know if, if you need to understand it a different way to spend time with God and um, spend time in his presence and and to really um, take all that you can spend as much time as you can with him and because it's it's important it's going to be important right now and when I heard that um, it for me my 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 spirit just jumped up with a yes because it's it's what the Lord has been talking to me about um, but also it's what uh, being in revival since 2016 really what uh, our pastors have been teaching you know our eyes on him our eyes on Jesus um, sitting at his feet living the merry life um, that's what you know Lady Nicole, you know, it's what she calls it, living the merry life. And, and um, you know, I, I've even said it before on, on this podcast. I've shared with you things that the Lord has talked to me about and has given me prophetic words on um, about how um, more can be done sitting at his feet than us up and doing things and that's the same thing that Kara Arnott um, shared in this little video and I actually shared it on um, my Instagram Aubrey CD Speaks so if you didn't see it and you want to see it go to my Instagram um, on the Aubrey CD Speaks Instagram and and you'll find it there and in the posts but um, it it you know, I, I remember the Lord even telling me that, you know, at the time, that more can be done at his feet than us moving around, and you know. And uh, it's the same thing, you know, what Lady Nicole calls it, the merry life. You know, more can be done. Um, it was more important for Mary to be at Jesus' feet listening to Jesus than to be running around like a chicken with its head cut off the way Martha was. And, um, and could be because more got accomplished. Um, and I know that, you know, to the mind, it doesn't sound very logical, but to the spirit, it makes perfect sense. So even when you're listening to it right now, uh, put your spirits to attention and listen to it through your spirit man and not through your head your head is full of chaos it's it's full of um trying to reason things out when the father is is this is is the spirit you know his is his presence his holy spirit it's a, it's a spiritual thing and so you need to be listening to to him and what he says and even reading his word it needs to it needs to come with your spirit at attention and not your brain 
And some of the reason I say that, it goes right along with what the Lord has been showing me, is that um, sitting at his feet, spending time with him, being in his presence, and that involves you not really talking, just letting Holy Spirit, um, inviting him there and letting him be there and talk to you and share with you what the Father is saying. And um, he reveals so much doing that. But uh, what what it'll also do is it'll um, build you build you up. You know, like even you know praying in the Holy Spirit. And uh, our pastor was talking about that on Sunday, praying in the Holy Spirit, uh, building up your faith. Um, it you know it edifies you, it builds up your spirit, man. You know, helps with, you know, giving you boldness to continue or helping to pray to, to get through something or, you know, praying in tongues is, 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 um, for your edification. And so one of the great, you know, that's another way of, uh, building, building yourself up, building up that spirit man and that spirit man being able to, um, take over, you know, uh, other things, you know, uh, uh, taking over, you know, the flesh, putting down the flesh, build up that spirit, man. Um, you're having issues of confusion and, you know, you've got so much stuff going on in your mind right now and you're not really sure how to understand certain things, build up that spirit, man, you know, put, put your, um, uh, you know, uh, how do you say it? Arrest the things, the thoughts and stuff going on in your mind and bring, build up that spirit, man. You build them up to, to overtake those, those things because the spirit man will bring to understanding the things of the spirit. Um, you're, you're having all kinds of, uh, feelings and emotions, maybe even anxiety, build up that spirit man to overcome and overtake you know, the feelings that you're, you're dealing with right now, because once again, that spirit man will overtake those things and, and, and help you, um, with them by reminding you of who you are, what the word of God says, what God has promised you and, um, and casting down, you know, everything that is not of God and then building you up. Some of the reason I'm saying that is uh, being in his presence, spending time with him, uh, soaking in the Holy Spirit, however you want to call it, it will also be a great time to remind you of who you are in Christ and how the Father sees you. Because um, this time we're coming into is it's very important to know who you are, to know who you are in Christ, and to know how the Father sees you. That you have to be very set in the knowledge that you are a son or daughter of God. Um, very set in the knowledge of, of who you are in Christ, what God says about you, and what you're walking in. And... Um, 
you know, I, I I'm, I'm not going to say too much about it, but uh, it's, it's very important. I'm going to give you what's important to know because everything else, um, just some details. I'm going to give you the specifics, okay? It's, it's very important also to um, be spending time with him so that when you read the word, there's a knowledge and understanding and a, um, I would almost say like a stamping in or a tattooing in your spirit when it comes to the word. Because when you've spent time with Holy Spirit and then you go to read the word, um, it just, it sits in you. It sits in your spirit, man. And uh, you find yourself in other times when you're talking about the Lord or you're giving the gospel or you're even in prayer. Those scriptures that you read, whether it was two weeks ago or yesterday or that very day, will will come to mind. Holy Spirit will remind you of things that the word that the Lord has said through the word. So it's very important to spend time with him in order to be able to have the word of God set within you uh, because you're going to need it. You're going to need uh, more joy. You're going to need more fire. You're going to need um, more of the wine of his presence. You're going to need boldness to preach the gospel. You're going to need wisdom. Um, and that comes from him. Wisdom comes from God. Uh, I mean, Proverbs is a, a great place to learn about wisdom. But wisdom comes from God. So you need wisdom. You need you need more understanding of God's love. It's not so much that you need more of his love. It's that you need a revelation and an understanding of God's love. Um, and when the first thing I said was more joy. Um, joy... There's, there's, God's joy is so important, and and I've talked about it before, but God's joy is so important um, to the believer in Christ because it's the the Father. Um, he's he's a joyful guy, guy. Uh, that sounds, you know, so disrespectful. He's 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 full of joy. The Father is full of joy. Um. Because of, you know, he, he has the peace and the knowledge of being the Alpha and the Omega. You know, he's, he's always, always been there. He knows, you know, he, he started it and he knows how it ends and he knows all the middle. And so he sits back in, in knowledge and, and, and enjoy of, you know, those that are here like a vapor on this earth trying to, trying to take out God. And God's like, you, you can't. You're you're not you're not able to, and he sits. You know it says in in Psalms. You know he sits in the heavens and laughs at at all these um, kingdoms trying to destroy him, trying to take him out, and and he just laughs because they they can't do anything. They're it's nothing. Um, and for a believer, a believer needs the joy. A believer needs to be walking in the joy of the Holy Spirit. Um. And that's the Father's joy, uh, because we need to be able to have the same knowledge of the Father, where we say, you know, something's going on in our lives, or there's chaos going on around us, or 
or the enemy's trying to beat us down with something. And we need to be able to laugh and go, I know who God is and I know who I am in Christ. And because of that, I have the victory and I will always win. So no matter what the situation looks like right now, I'm going to laugh about it because I'm going to, I'm going to come out in the end. And, uh, you know, people may be saying this or that, or they may have this idea about me or my situation. And they may be saying these things about my situation, but I'm going to come out in the end. I'm going to come out victorious. I'm going to come out uh, the winner. I'm going to come out, you know, whatever it is. I'm going to come out healed. I'm going to come out blessed. I'm going to come out prospered. I'm going to come out on top because I know who I am in Christ. And so you, you, you have the joy of being able to laugh in chaos and the peace of God, which surpasses any understanding. Um, it just doesn't make sense to the human brain because it's a spiritual thing. And so we need that joy. And, and being in his presence, soaking in his presence, abiding in him, uh, it, it helps build that up too. It, it gives us an understanding. It builds up that joy. So we need that joy too. And some of the reason I'm saying it for all of this is, you know, it, we also need to come to the understanding of as a believer in Christ. Um, and I think we all know um, that um, um, there are souls, there are souls that need that need uh, Jesus. There are people that need Jesus. There are are those that need to hear the gospel and to be free from the the bondage of sin and free from um, the bondage of sin, sickness, disease, um, and all that comes with sin. You know, whether it's a spiritual or physical, they need freedom, and that freedom comes from Christ. And we, we know how to get that freedom. And so as believers in Christ, there are situations that come to us where the gospel can be preached. Um, and I want to share this with you. I think it's very important. I know it's been shared before by other ministries and things like that about, you know, um, learning how to preach the gospel and, and stuff like that. But but I want to encourage you in this. You don't have to be a great orator or a great uh, speaker in order to uh, preach the gospel. Uh, you don't have to be a great speaker in order for the Holy Spirit to work through you and to anoint your words um, in order to speak to somebody else and their lives change. You, you don't have to, you know, look slick. You don't have to look like a million bucks. Um, and you don't have to sound like a million bucks. Um, there have been some really simple gospels given that have completely changed um, the world. You know, uh, some, of, some of the great preachers of the gospel just in the 20th century um, started off not really knowing too much except what the Bible says. And that's okay. And that's something I want to share with you. That's, that's okay. You don't have to be a great philosopher. You don't have to be a great scholar. 
And and I, I know this is going to rub some people wrong, but you don't have to go to Bible college. You don't have to have um, a, a diploma or a certification that says that you are now ready to go and preach the gospel. You actually don't need that. That's actually not required. Um, now... Um, can you, you know, learn from someone? Yeah. But um, really, it comes from spending time with the Father, spending time knowing His Word, having His Word in your spirit, man, tattooed in your spirit. And, and it comes out, and that doesn't mean that you have to go through and memorize 500 verses in order to properly preach the gospel. I'm telling you, if you spend time with Holy Spirit, read his word, it, it'll come spilling out like, like a river. And, and, and he didn't even have to memorize it for it to happen. Is it good to learn to memorize? Sure. Do you have to have it? No, no, it, it'll, it'll be there when the time comes. Okay. But I want to read this to you. And I'm going to read it to you in the classic Amplified, because I like the way it it comes out, and it um, I think the uh, extra words uh, simplifies it a little bit more. All right, whoops, and I didn't mean to bump my microphone, so sorry. All right, I'm going to read First Corinthians chapter 1 and since this is so wordy I I don't want to do too much but at the same time I can't help myself love it Uh, I'm going to start in verse 17 and then I'm going to go from there okay but this is an encouragement okay so just listen put your spirits to attention open up those ears those spiritual ears and listen For Christ the Messiah sent me out not to baptize, but to evangelize by preaching the glad tidings, the gospel, and that not with verbal eloquence, lest the cross of Christ should be deprived of force and emptied of its power and rendered vain, fruitless, void of value, and of no effect. For the story and message of the cross is sheer absurdity and folly to those who are perishing and on their way to perdition, but to us who are being saved, it is the manifestation of the power of God. For it is written, I will baffle and render useless and destroy the learning of the learned and the philosophy of the philosophers and the cleverness of the clever and the discernment of the discerning. I will frustrate and nullify them and bring them to nothing. And that's from Isaiah twenty-nine fourteen, by the way. Where is the wise man, the philosopher? Where is the scribe or the scholar? Where is the investigator, the logician, the debater of this present time and age? Has not God shown up the nonsense and the folly of this world's wisdom? For when the world, with all its earthly wisdom, failed to perceive and recognize and know God by means of its own philosophy, God in his wisdom was pleased through the foolishness of preaching, salvation procured by Christ and to be had through him, to save those who believed, 
who clung to and trusted in and relied on him. For while Jews demandingly ask for signs and miracles, and Greeks pursue philosophy and wisdom, we preach Christ, the Messiah, crucified, preaching which to the Jews is a scandal and an offensive stumbling block that springs a snare or trap, and to the Gentiles it is absurd and utterly unphilosophical nonsense. But to those who are called, whether Jew or Greek, Gentile, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. This is because the foolish thing that has its source in God is wiser than men, and the weak thing that springs from God is stronger than men. For simply consider your own call, brethren. Not many of you were considered to be wise according to human estimates and standards, not many influential and powerful, not many of high and noble birth. No, for God selected deliberately chose what in the world is foolish to put the wise to shame and what the world calls weak to put the strong to shame. And God also selected, deliberately chose, what in the world is low-born and insignificant and branded and treated with contempt, even the things that are nothing that he might depose and bring to nothing the things that are so that no mortal man should have pretense for glorying and boast in the presence of God. But it is from him that you have your life in Christ Jesus, whom God made our wisdom from God, revealed to us a knowledge of the divine plan of salvation previously hidden, manifesting itself as our righteousness, thus making us upright and putting us in right standing with God and our consecration, making us pure and holy, and our redemption, providing a ransom from eternal penalty for sin. So then, as it is written, let him who boasts and proudly rejoices and glories, boast and proudly rejoice and glory in the Lord. And that's from Jeremiah 9.24. Absolutely love, and I know that was long, It was long, but honestly, it really wasn't. Um, I absolutely love that bit because um, we need to be in a place where we understand, especially in this time, that we don't have to sound perfect and great if what we are preaching is the gospel um, and not um, what man wants to hear. I mean, if we're really preaching the gospel and we're doing it knowing that it's going to bring salvation to others and we are sharing truth, we are, there is no requirement, there is no prerequisite of having to uh, go to school to do it and and do it effectively, to be quite honest. What is what the prerequisite I would say is is spending time with Holy Spirit. you know, reading his word, hearing his word. I, I do audio Bible quite often because I'm a mother of four. 
I homeschool our children. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom. And I, I listen while I'm doing things. Uh, and it, and it, it, it sticks. Um, I usually don't have some alone time unless everybody's sleeping. Like right now, I am recording this and everyone in this house is sleeping because this is pretty much the only time it is quiet and I can do this. Um, and the Lord is amazing. Uh, I am, I'm a night person and so I'm, I'm awake at this time anyway and I get to spend time with Holy Spirit, I get to spend time with the Lord. I can actually read the Bible and I can also record my podcast episodes um, while everything is quiet um, in the night when everyone is sleeping like a watchman. And, you know, at night I'm awake and listening to the Father and and I have my time with Him. But, um, you know, it... It's, it's not, um, I'm not saying, you know, you have to have a regimen of reading, uh, the Bible for a whole hour. You know, it's not like that either. You take the time that you can take and as long as you're doing it and spending time with Holy Spirit, it's going to stick. It's going to stick like glue. Nothing's going to, you know, like gorilla glue, you know, nothing's going to take it out. And, um, and we need this right now. And we need to be in a place where we're not thinking that we need to spend all these years um, hearing everybody else tell us what to do and how to sound and, and how to look in order to preach the gospel or in order to spend time with the Father or um, in order to, to do things that you know the Lord is calling us to do and has shown us to do or where to go, or uh, what to say. We need to be in a place where we're not, we're not planning all these years to do this, but rather trusting in the Lord that, it, like everything else, trusting in the Lord that He's got us taken care of, and and when we preach because we've spent time with him and because we know him and because we are his children and his spirit is in us that when we preach, it's going to be effective. Um, it's going to be anointed. Uh, it's going to bring somebody to Christ. And that doesn't necessarily mean while you're standing there right there, they're going to get born again. There's, there's, you know, some are for, some moments it's for watering some moments it's it's that seed you're putting in the seed and some moments you're watering that seed you know and then somebody else is going to come along and they're going to see that person born again or you may never see them again it does not mean that that it was not effective so um even in that i'm going to encourage you don't have to do the pray a prayer with me you don't have to say do you want to go to heaven okay well then pray a prayer um that's not even required scripturally required um it's um uh, there's no requirement with that at the same time um you know you see somebody their life's changing right there you can say hey can i pray for you 
Um, but you don't have to make them say anything. You know, that's, that's again, that's for them and the Lord. Um, but um, understand that, that even preaching can be effective if you're the person putting in the seed, you're the person watering, or you're, you're going to be the person seeing them get born again. Um, just know that if the Lord told you to do it, if that person came and that's your divine appointment or that's your opportune time, know that the Lord is going to bless it. Nothing that you say is going to fall to the ground. Um, because you've spent time with Holy Spirit. You know what he's saying. You know when, when he's saying. You know he's telling you what to do. So um, I'm encouraging you um, to trust in the Lord. Spend time with him. Sit at his feet. Stay focused on him, not the other stuff. Stay focused on him. Live a merry life, which is at his feet. And and watch um what happens in your life and when you read the word more revelation of the word is going to pop out at you and and um when you're preaching the gospel when you're talking to somebody it's it's going to be there there's going to be an anointing and his spirit's going to be there because because what you're doing is he loves it he absolutely loves it and it's going to be effective and 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 so i wanted to encourage that in you today and and just give you that that piece of prophetic advice um that um now is the time to spend time you have this grace period now is the time to spend a lot of time with him and to glean from him and to, to receive everything that he's giving and showing and revealing because you're going to need it and um now is not the time to uh to 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 dawdle Okay, and um, I'm going to leave you with that. And until I see you um, again, be blessed.